Welcome back to Two Dudes Watch Cartoons, the podcast where two dudes, that's us, watch cartoons. My name is Evan. And my name is Alex Brizard. And today we have an interesting one. I don't even know what to call this. So, I mean, it's animation. We'll start there. Yeah. But this may be one of the most unique things we've covered. I, I have a lot of thoughts. So, Evan, I've decided also, before I even get into it, this may be either our shortest or our longest podcast of all time. I haven't decided. <laughs> it's going to be one or the other. Though. Okay. So today, though, we are covering the Disney Plus reboot. Hate to say it. The Disney Plus reboot of Chippendale Rescue Rangers, a show from mm-hmm. the 90s. But what's... <laughs> it's, I can't even say it without laughing. What's really great about this is in-universe... All animated characters are like actors. And so Chip Mm -hmm. and Dale are like washed up actors from the 90s, which if anyone knows my love of BoJack Horseman knows that that trope is like right up my alley. So I was sold almost from the jump. But holy Uh crap, Evan, when you told me to watch this, man, did I think it was going to be a chore because one I've never seen Chip and Dale's Rescue Rangers. Maybe like an episode here or there. (laughs) I don't think I have either. I don't think you need to, though. This movie was so good. It is very much in the spirit of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which is another classic. I think that was 89 or 90. But You just said 1889. And I was like, no. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, no. Like a meta narrative, meta commentary on um, animation as a whole, Hollywood, and, and IP, Hollywood. animation, all that. So uh, you you did give me a little bit of pushback, though. You oh, were yeah. a little he- reluctant to watch. I this. was like, "Why?" <laughs> Let, talk me through your yeah. Talk me through your hesitancies. Okay, so from what I know, I have been to the Florida. What is it? Disneyland in Florida? Yeah. Disney World? Land? It's Disneyland. One of those. Yeah. yeah, I went there as a child, and low-key, I remember be- freaking out when I saw Chip and Dale. Got them to sign that stupid little signature book you have, and <laughs> I was like, yes. But at, when you like told me, hey, let's watch Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, I was like, I don't think I know what Chip and Dale are from. And so it made me re-examine. I was like, oh, yeah, they had a show that just totally skipped my television, like never, mm-hmm. like I said, maybe I've seen an episode. I knew what their looks were like. I knew it was like an Indiana Jones and a Magnum PI look. Couldn't have told you what the show was about. Couldn't have told you any of the side characters, but let me tell you that movie said, we don't give a damn if you've seen rescue <laughs> Rangers or not. And that is what I was obsessed about with this movie. I, I was looking at the Wikipedia Production, or it was announced as early as 2014. No which way. Is crazy to me. Pre, no, not pre streaming. I guess streaming was around, but pre Disney Plus, at least. It's directed wow. Wait, by. That's crazy. That's a long time yeah, ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's directed by Akiva Schaefer from The Lonely Island, which explains <laughs> the Andy Samberg casting. Yeah. And a lot of like the writing stuff. The writing right makes a little more sense because, man, that was one of the strong suits of this movie. All right. I got to mm-hmm. I'm just going to jump in right now. I know you have so yeah. much you need to get into the comparison. I think that's on everyone's mind from at least of stuff we've covered is like this is what Space Jam needed to be. Yeah. Space Jam had a similar vibe in the fact that it was like, let's throw all our intellectual property into one movie. And Mm -hmm. it fell flat in Space Jam horribly. We're here. Oh, I was on the floor laughing several times. Okay, sorry. Just had to get into that hype again. Go go about the cast because the cast about is amazing, too. Yeah, I had honestly forgotten Space Jam 2 came out because it's good. You really, really bad. You wiped that one from your memory. That's good. Warner Brothers just really cannot get it together with any of their IP, except for Batman recently, but (laughs) come on. All right. Well, just getting into the movie. So all of these things are like uh, animated people, all the things. There's like so many different styles of animation. They're all actors in Hollywood. And a huge commentary or point about the movie is like 
how bad it is with all these reboots and like reimaginations. And I have to say, one of the funniest jokes was Batman vs. E.T. Are you kidding? That was so funny. And then the fact that he was watching it and E.T.'s like, E.T. forgives you. And he's like crying. He's like, I know it's kind of cheesy, but I just can't. It's like, oh, my God, it's so classic. It's really if for whatever reason you have somehow stumbled into this and you're five minutes into this podcast and you have not watched this, please pause us right now and go give this a watch. I promise you will have like a, a a little school kid giggle by the end of it. The other um, movie poster that I really loved was Mr. Doubtfire's with uh, Meryl Streep, <laughs> yeah, Mr. <laughs> Doubtfire. It's so good because it's like ready for this. There is a movie exec that saw that poster and was like, my idea has been ruined. I've been working for this for the last five years. <laughs> and the freaking Chippendale movie made fun of it in five seconds. Yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, let's, let's, do we dive into the voice cast? Do we dive into? Yeah, let's start with the voice okay. cast. I think because you sent it to me. This is so bad. You sent me the voice cast and I still was like, I don't really want to watch this. And the voice cast is amazing. So, yeah. If you were sold on the voice cast of Shark Tale, <laughs> how are you not sold on this voice cast? Uh, so, the two titular characters, Chip and Dale. Chip is voiced by John Mulaney. Very recognizable voice. Yes. He's a big mouth for other animation freaks. Oh, I, I've never really watched Big Mouth, to be honest. Big Mouth is all right. Worth it it okay. fell off. No, I, I watched okay. it in the beginning. And then the other one who I I, I would like to commend. It, I couldn't place his voice at first. I was like, I know I, I should know who this voice is. Is Andy Samberg <laughs> no as Dale. Way. There's no way. you. I noticed it right away. I was like, that's Andy Samberg. Uh, He's yeah. like screaming, I'm on a boat. I can hear it right now. <laughs> But I mean, John Mulaney just sounds like John Mulaney in yeah. whatever he's doing. But Andy Samberg really surprised me. Uh, and, and he was phenomenal. Yeah. And they're the two titular characters. What I think is great is uh, like <laughs> Chip and Dale, they talk in like really high squeaky voices, like they're, they're like chipmunks. And uh-huh. <laughs> that was just like for the show. Like I, I, I'm obsessed <laughs> with that. Like the behind the scenes, like the movie magic of it all. They were legit just actors, and the show ended because Dale got a different show. It's so oh, it's so classic Hollywood. It's so funny to bring like these kids' cartoons to the modern like. And you know this movie was PG, but I. Mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't. Do you like? <laughs> do you get what I'm saying? Like it definitely did not feel PG. They did what I think Shrek mm. um, was highly celebrated for when it first came out. They do. They write jokes for adults in a very kid friendly could go over their head format, mm-hmm. but not in a way like Shark Tale, where it's just a fish <laughs> dealing with a gambling problem. <laughs> Okay, you know what I mean? <laughs> so what's great about this is like I said, it is almost every Disney property you can imagine. They sneak in here mm-hmm. at one point or another, whether and it's a more and more. Yeah, it's not just Disney. You're right. I I was like thinking, I was like, there's no way Disney owns this much. You know, we could get into the frightening amount of property that Disney owns, but yeah. they definitely had some things outside their property. But like I caught things from cars. There was a Marvel reference uh, that was pretty classic. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just talking about it. We'll get into it. Paul Rudd shows up. And he's, Who's Paul Rudd? Paul Rudd oh, is you- playing Paul Rudd. In the movie, he's playing himself, and he's at the Comic-Con convention, and he goes, you know, originally it was supposed to be Aunt Man. My superpower <laughs> was just like that aunts really loved me. <laughs> like, they made a whole I joke. I, you were taking a nap. I know you. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> but they made a whole joke about Marvel's Ant-Man, and, like, I'm just... like. That was really what was missing from Space Jam was like Mm -hmm. the tongue in cheek humor. Like to me, oh, my God, I just came up with this comparison. I think you're going to love this. This movie was like 30 Rock. It was a a TV show about NBC TV (laughs) shows on NBC while making fun of everything NBC does. To me, this was like Akiva and, and, and Andy Samberg. They were like, we're just going to roast Disney on their own channel. They don't even know it. <laughs> and the whole thing was making fun of 
all the Disney reboots. I mean, Disney is one of literally the worst offenders when it comes to this. So the fact that they were able to make a movie that made so much fun about it, I I thoroughly enjoyed personally. Yeah. The 30 Rock comparison is really good. What this movie does really well that Space Jam probably didn't is that they actually poked fun at all of these properties. I think it wasn't I feel just like a, Space Jam was still had the kitty gloves on and they like want to be precious with like Batman was just like a character in the background. They didn't mm-hmm. like the fact they were making fun of they were like, yeah, that was Bear in the Big Blue House. Now he's got a, a gig with whatever. Like, it's just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be, yeah. And then the the Pepsi, uh, the Pepsi, the Coke, or the Coke Bear. Thank you. Not Pepsi. Yep. Wow. All that advertising money. And I just sat here saying Pepsi. <laughs> The Coca-Cola polar bear. That was pretty great. And like, we have to talk about Seth Rogen because yeah. <laughs> this was oh so God. good. So he comes. So there, there's a plot. And this is why I said this could possibly be the shortest <laughs> podcast ever. Should we set the stage? Let's do a premise? little plot. Yeah. Cause a there's not much. Plot. Yeah. Go okay. for it. You go. So, you go for so it. the, the first couple minutes is a flashback of, the good old uh, days. How Chippendale met as kids. So even a little oh, wait, prequel this was cute. to Chippendale. Yeah. Okay. You're right. You're right. Go ahead. So they meet as little chipmunks in in a new school and they become fast friends. Uh, they start writing together. I think they like go to college and at one point they're like writing sketches together and then they start pitching their shows and get picked up to do Chippendale. And that's their big break. They were in a commercial. It was cute. It's a cute montage. It's super cute. Yeah. And then they have... In, in this early minute montage, uh, the classic friend breakup story, <laughs> Dale gets an offer f- to do his own show because he's always felt like he's uh, small banana, small banana. <laughs> he's the butt of the joke more often than not. And so he wants to go off on his own and, uh, you know, be, be a star. And he goes off to shoot double O Dale and that breaks up the band. Double O Dale was like, um, like Joey after friends, whatever show he did, like who's going to go think watch it was called Joey. Joey. I think it was called I, Joey. I watched a couple Why? of episodes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But so double O Dale <laughs> breaks the band up and then we catch up with them. I don't know, 10, 20 years later. Would you say? Yeah. I think it's essentially following our real world timeline. It's 20 yeah, some so years like later. 10, oh yeah. No, 20 years. My math is terrible. The nineties were 20 years is it ago. 30? It could be 30 I, I years ago. Oh boy. Oh, are, are, we just embarrassed ourselves three different times math wise. Okay. So it's definitely 30. Okay. So 30 years ago in the nineties. So we catch up to modern day and right out of the jump, one of the funnier parts of the whole thing was Dale had CG surgery, so he went from a 2D animated character to mm-hmm. a CGI character, and it's like yeah. some form of, I would compare it to like plastic surgery. Yep, yep. And Chip it's is so still good. 2D, yeah. It's so funny though, okay, because obviously, so they want to do these reboots, and they want to bring these characters into the modern era. You know, they did it with uh, like lots of these properties, bring things into live action, the the Lion Kings, the the whatever, mm-hmm. but it's the CGI live action version of it. And so they were like, hmm, do we make Chip and Dale live action, or do we make them 2D like before? And someone was like, what if we did both. one of each? Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> I thought yeah. that was so funny for some reason. All right. I'm I'm going to pause this right here because this is an age-old debate between the two of us. Do you think this kind of movie that features CGI characters <laughs> in a live-action movie acting across real people okay. falls under the category of animation? Did, would think, you say this movie yeah. falls under so, that umbrella? I, I, I think I have my stance. Okay. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Mm-hmm. I will classify as animation. Okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm sorry, I don't classify Why that not? as. It's the CGI of it. I know that's a very nitpicky, but but that being said, Shrekdale's rescue. Ah, Shrek, you son of a bitch! You know I love Shrek. Okay, I stop. Know. That being said, this though I will classify as uh, animation because not only one. Was there 
2D animation, but there was also uh, claymation. There was puppets. Mm-hmm. There was 3D animation. We really oh. got a really nice look at like almost every form of animation in this in the regular world. It was great. I really enjoyed it, if I'm being honest. Like, And I, I was a hater. I think that's what surprised me is before I was watching it, I was like, this isn't a cartoon. This is a cartoon <laughs> podcast. And after watching it, I was like, no, this was a really good like celebration of animation in all honesty. Yes, very much so. Much in the same way as Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which I think we should uh, cover at some point. It's legendary. We gotta cover it at some point. I only bring that all that up just because it's. uh, I've been campaigning for (laughs) covering the Sonic movies. Let's get it. I want to wedge the door for. Eventually doing Paddington 2, yeah, see, which like, is apparently okay, one well, Come on now. Like, this is, that's way too far. Sonic is at agenda. least based on animation. I've got an Paddington. <laughs> apparently it's one of the greatest movies. People I've on Twitter that. rave I, I, about this movie. People on Twitter will say it is legit the best movie ever made. And it kind of makes me, like, tredge my heels in a little. I'm like, hmm. I don't believe it. And I'm sure when I watch it, first. I'm going to love it. It's Two not animated. Too. <laughs> okay. Starring Nicole Kidman and I don't know <laughs> who else is. In that. I think okay. Wait. So we've brought up a great point. Let's get into one of maybe my favorite cameos in the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> the- so this is. Yeah, so we. I can't even say day, it. <laughs> present day. We catch up with so good. the two characters. Chip is working insurance. He's left the industry. Are you right? Do you need water? It's so good. Sorry, go. No, you're doing well. And and Dale is at these fan conventions. He's like a washed up actor. He's trying to sell signatures Squeeze and shit. every buck out of yeah. it he can. Trying to make a quick buck. And across the aisle from him at another booth is not Sonic the Hedgehog. Ugly Sonic. Wow, it's it's voiced, it's amazing. Voiced by Tim Robinson from I Think You Should Leave. This is yeah. honestly what sold me. Someone posted the Ugly Sonic clip on mm. Twitter. And I was like, all right, th- we're doing this next. We so have to. what's really great about this is to me, the Sonic the Hedgehog um, situation, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it, is legendary. Yes. So. For those who may not know, Sonic the Hedgehog got a movie a few years back. They released either a trailer or like some clips and Sonic looked ugly as shit. And the Terrifying. internet. Yeah, he looked really bad. Looks almost more human than Hedgehog. And mm-hmm. the internet destroyed it. Like Unreal went in on it to the point that the studio spent millions of dollars changing it. And to me, that's like a redo trailers that, yeah, to me, that is like the biggest, like when they're like, we don't negotiate with terrorists. Like they Mm -hmm. literally like, fine, fine. Okay. We'll do it. It's like the government, like with weed laws, like for so many years, they were like, no, it's not legal. It's not legal. And people just bugged them enough that they were like, fine. Okay. You can do what you want. (laughs) Like that's unreal. And they spent so much money, but then for this movie to like call, but bring that call back i don't even know like wasn't even on my mind (laughs) like that like that in essence is what this whole movie is about mm. is like the lengths that studios the atrocities that studios commit (laughs) yeah because they're running out of ideas yes (laughs) they they will just pull whatever they can yeah um but ugly sonic is the ugly sonic from of, the trailer <laughs> from the original trailer and his <laughs> eyes are not cutesy anime eyes they're two separate Real, eyeballs on yeah. different sides of his face his He's nose his lips in his mouth <laughs> they make fun crazy. of the teeth they make fun of it all and tim robinson is obviously a legend like we love yes. him around here and so his voice honestly just fits so perfect and like and in this universe canon he's just like He got replaced as an actor, which like happens in pilots all the time. You know what I mean? Like, it's so funny. It's really good. And I just like. He he got Terrence Howard War Machine. (laughs) That's really good. Yeah. So like that's got to be in the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie. And that was Mm -hmm. where I was like, oh, this is good. The fact that like. What do you think logistically, not to like really make this a boring podcast right now, 
what do you think logistically this movie had to do to like reach out to the people who are making the Sonic movie and be like, can we please have the rights to your old Sonic? See, I would love to hear from the lawyer of this movie because I don't know that they necessarily needed to. Is it parody law? It, which I've learned from Nathan might Fielder. Fall under parody law because they never call wow. him Sonic. They call him Ugly Sonic. Can you imagine if they got away with all this from parody law? That'd be unreal. That but be. holy shit, that's up the Lonely Islands. Like, that's right up their alley. Oh my God. Did um, we just stumble upon with it? Like, okay. I'm drawing a parallel to another movie that Lonely Island had some involvement in. This reminds me a lot of the Lego movie, the first one. Granted, there's Say that not, again? This reminded me of the Lego movie. Oh. The first one? Yes. Oh, oh they, I can totally see with. the comparison. Yeah. The first Lego movie was really good. It was something, like, again, one of these, like, it really blindsided me on the comedy aspect of this. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. lying. I guess I just had no idea what I was getting into in this. But so... Um, I, I just in a little bit of research I did after the movie, apparently, <laughs> and this, maybe this is not good press for the uh, podcast right now. Apparently, like actual Chippendale Rescue Ranger fans were livid about the movie. About like, the movie? They're like, this is not a reboot. They're like, this is not the re-. like. So think of no, 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 but the, no, 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 no. I know you're laughing, but think about it from their perspective. You get told your favorite childhood show from the '90s is getting a reboot, and this is what you get. You you would actually maybe be a little upset. I feel like this is a case of like uh, Russian troll farms. Like- <laughs> Creating <laughs> online campaigns Maybe. just to troll because there's no such thing as a Chippendale <laughs> fan. <laughs> no one has ever. What? I heard about it. I heard about it. It's a real thing. They were bad. They were really bad. There's like Facebook groups. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like, restore okay. the Chippendale yeah. <laughs> first. <laughs> okay. Oh, What's really funny? We're just totally off base here now. Um, they chip and dance. So in this universe, maybe it's because this shit wasn't accurate in this universe. <laughs> chip and Dale's uh, rescue rangers obviously like went on a lot longer because they reference like there's only 65 episodes of the actual show in the 90s. But they're mm-hmm. like, oh, yes. Episode 135. Like they reference like, oh, yeah. Episode 290, whatever. Like and it's like, no, no, no. You went 65 episodes. I have Wikipedia. <laughs> They're not getting past your journalistic I, I checked. I was very curious. I was like, if these are actual episodes, I'm going to lose my mind. But I kind of like that they didn't that. So so they showed us like some real and some fake clips from the 90s. But mm-hmm. I, I was going to lose my mind. I was like, because when she does the code, she's like, oh, and my favorite episode, 135. Da, da, da. And I was like, mm-hmm. if this is a real freaking episode and they tied it in, I was like, how could fans be mad? I was like, that's legendary. But I was like, oh, it's all made up. <laughs> It's all just story. That's a good catch. Um, so yeah, that's the that's where we start. <laughs> yeah, did essential. we talk about the plot? I don't even remember. I think so. We we <laughs> talked about him at the convention. So and anyways, so the down up. in luck Dale is trying is like a very much like a schemer, like a get rich. He's trying to do what he can. He's looking for a reboot, and so he's like, let's get the band back together and. In the midst of this, there's a a drug deal, a cheese drug deal. What's going on here? One of their old co-stars, the stinky stuff, calls up uh, Dale and no, uh, calls them both to Dale Chip as well. Yeah, for assistance because he's he's in a bad spot. You know what? This is oh wow! This is some Shark Tale right here. We've talked a lot about Shark Tale tonight, but he gets in with the wrong crowd. Yeah, Monterey Monterey Jack. Did you look up who he's voiced by? (laughs) No, who's the voice? Eric Bana. No way! The Hulk. You're (laughs) joking. I'm not. There's some big names in this. This My first, my first guess when I heard his voice, I thought it was going to be whoever voices Van in um, uh, Arcane. Oh, oh, I can hear it. I can hear it. Yeah. But no, it's Eric Bana. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah. Okay, because why not? So that's the other thing is like, I guess if they're not buying the rights to some of these these things they're using parody law for, in my mind, I was like, 
is this the most expensive movie in the world? <laughs> I was like between oh the cast, God, right? the animation like that went into it, just the cameos. And I was like, for only it to be released on Disney plus, what a shame. This movie deserved to be released in theaters. Do you agree? I agree. What's going on, Disney? Are they trying to clear runway for Dr. Strange so it can take up as many screens as possible? Probably. Is that, that a conspiracy theory? I don't think it's a conspiracy theory, but there are just like, I think that's just a thing that we said this Disney about does turning is they red. put they put their big releases, Marvel movies particularly, on hmm. just dozens of like all the screen as many screens as they can in the theater. Yeah. And it's yeah. running like all day. It's pushing out smaller indie films and small <sighs> Disney films more importantly. Yeah. Yeah. As if Disney's making <laughs> indie films. But like this movie to me. It, it's uh, it's gonna sound backwards, but like this is one of the most unique movies they have made in so long. Would yes. you agree? And I would it's agree. funny because it's making fun of how ununique movies are now, mm-hmm. and that was what was really great about it. I, I'm not kidding. I was really blindsided by how much I enjoyed this movie. If you couldn't tell, I just watched it today too. That's why I'm like <laughs> so hype on it. <laughs> I'm glad you liked my suggestion. Now yeah. think about Paddington too. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, so a <laughs> um, little bit of the plot. So yeah, there's the the cheese drug deal gone bad. Monterey Jetter, mm-hmm. Cheddar Jack Eric Bana goes missing, and this is what's another great part of the plot is the, <laughs> I may be skipping ahead a little, but like <laughs> they're gonna reimagine him so that he can go the, and make yeah. bootleg <laughs> movies like come on are you is this not yes. brilliant so it they're is. all actors so when you see you know these cheesy animated bootlegs in in real life that's someone drawing it but in this world you know those are actors those are real people people mm-hmm. so the villain in this movie which we'll get to it's great the villain is taking these characters who owe him money or or whatever and he's se- selling off their debt by having them work as bootlegged versions of themselves it's cockamamie but it's great yeah. it's really good um before we go too far ahead i did want to talk about the stinky cheese as a drug okay Normally, I'm not a huge fan of of when movies. I get for this movie, it makes sense, and I actually really think it's funny in this case when movies uh, uh, sugarcoat drug habits. <laughs> I guess you could say, if, like what, you wanted cheese. this to go full no, 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 dark, no, gritty. No, I'm comparing this to another. Okay, go I ahead. really liked it because it's funny. Like they play up the stinky cheese. They got a stinky cheese dealer. It's Keegan Michael Key. How did I miss that? I love yeah. that. He's the cheese dealer. Uh, so I think that's hilarious. I think it's hilarious in this context of this movie. There's a, a recent movie that I love that was tarnished by this. And Matt Reeves, the Batman, oh. they got them doing some drug called Drops. Why and make I'm- up a drug? Just be doing fucking cocaine or something like doing heroin. Why does it have to be drops? What is that? Doesn't mean anything to me. Okay, that's that fair. Was one of my small gripes so with that. Batman movie. can't get away with it, but Chip and Dale Chip Rescue and Rangers can. Yeah, it makes sense in this in this yeah. case. And I love how they make fun of the stink trail, a classic animation trope. And they're mm. like, he's like, I got stink trails that'll take you through the roof, kid. <laughs> Come on, that's like that's the type of humor in this movie that in like <clears throat> once again, you know what it also I, we're just comparing this to everything we've ever podcasted about. The humor speed reminded me of the Emperor's New Groove, where it's like if you blink, yeah. you you will miss a joke. There's mm-hmm. so many jokes. We're gonna miss a ton of hilarious moments in this, just based on the fact that there's too many jokes, like in the best way. Yeah. So their friend Monty, Eric Bana, gets caught up. <laughs> in a, a stinky cheese ring and he gets abducted. And so Chip and Dale have to go be rescue rangers. And so Classic. They, call to action. Yeah. They're on the case. Their first stop is to go check out the stinky cheese dealer. They're following the trail or whatever. Um they they uh they this is where they run into warehouse. Seth Rogen. They run into <laughs> Seth Rogen. <laughs> We're back. We made it back. Okay. okay. Go on. Go on. I'm sorry. Who plays like a like a short Viking? Like well, a CGI? I thought it was like a Gimli. No? Maybe. Like a like a, a Lord of the Rings 5. I don't know. I thought I, it was like a what's the prequel to Lord of the Rings? I think uh 
The Hobbit. I thought it was like a Hobbit, if I'm being honest. I think it's making reference and specifically to a style of animation. Parody but, law, baby. <laughs> but I think they were referencing like Beowulf, which was a oh. like a CGI yeah. movie that I don't oh, know I that anyone it, has ever seen, but that was like supposedly a big deal. Yeah. Same parts. I've, I've seen seconds of it on TNT. Every yeah. Now and then. Like, <laughs> okay. But this is so great because it's making fun of this CGI character from this time in animation. And they pull up and they go, Ooh, he's got Polar Express eyes. Oh my God. Legendary life. It's the best joke. <laughs> It's so good. It's the best joke in this movie. The movie Polar Express at people. There are some people who are like the Polar Express. They're like, it's my favorite Christmas movie. I cry every 30 seconds when I'm watching it. And all I can think of when I see the uh, that freaking movie is I'm like, this is terrifying. I'm like, look at these people. I was like, are they real? I can't tell. Are they real? Yeah. Um, that's the best joke in this movie, in my opinion. So that's that's That was the top for you? <laughs> I've never seen Polar Express, and I think it's honestly because I've always been off-put by that animation It style. is really off-putting, and so I think they even actually say, they're like, we're yeah. in the uncanny valley, which yeah. that's what the term is, is like, it's so funny, because they're like, why does everything <laughs> seem a little weird here? And it's, <laughs> God, it's, it's such a great joke. This is he, like, Seth Rogen oh. is talking to them, and they're like, oh, you're talking like, to We're down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's got this blank stare here. And he's like, yeah, can't you? Like, I'm very clearly talking to you. It's He's like, uh, I am very clearly looking you in the eyes right now. Like, it's so, one, it's Seth Rogen humor. But two, it's like, it's so well delivered because he's just not looking at him. And then at one point, he like turns and he's still not looking at them. It's really good. Uh, yeah. So Seth Rogen is, is a henchman in this movie. He's part of the stinky cheese ring. One of the one of the highlights, to be honest. Yeah, because his introduction was so great, mm-hmm. and you instantly know it's him, and he does his lap. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I've been practicing <laughs> and smoking pot most of my life. So, <laughs> oh man, where are we in this? <laughs> I don't know. So, but so like the plot is loose, and this is why yes. I said like this could end up being like a very short podcast because the plot is not dense. What mm-hmm. really holds this movie together are the bits. <laughs> it are jumps bits. from it jumps from one great bit to the next, like really top notch. And they don't do it in a way that like detracts from the story. It feels really natural to the progression of everything that's going on. We can talk about a couple more characters. I think that'll get us into the bits. Uh, mm-hmm. We can talk about J.K. Simmons around here. He is legendary uh you know he's on the the hall of fame if you will mm-hmm. so you know he takes us back to our roots kind of avatar he you know he plays Tencent yeah. so i just every time I, I i love his voice and i guess we're just talking about the movie freeform they really got me with the bait and switch yes. how they were making it seem like it was his female partner that was the mm-hmm. one betraying them and then at the end, it was actually him. And he's like, of course it makes sense. They got me hook, line, and sinker when she go, <laughs> when they're like, we never aired in Albany, New York. Yeah. That's like the first 20 minutes. I was like, oh my God. It's yeah, you're like, I've nailed it. And that's what I love is this movie outsmarted me. Is like, it took the classic trope of like, oh, I can piece together where they're going with that one. <laughs> she was like, oh, my grandma used to record them for me and bring them to me. And then he has the classic line if he's like, grandparents are notoriously bad with electronics. <laughs> There's so many like John Mulaney quips, if you will. Does that mean like he has yeah. so many really just good like John Mulaneyisms? Mm-hmm. I, I can't describe it. He's yeah. he's like one of my favorite comedians though. I don't know if that's controversial or not, but he's great. It is as of recently, a little bit he came more recently, heat. more recently, more recently what? than his stint in rehab and divorcing. Okay, so his before, don't before you ruin that. So I saw him when he was like fresh out of rehab. And okay. so I listen, this is amazing. I don't even know if I'm allowed to. Okay. So like the whole time me and Nikki are like going to see him and we're like, Oh my God, do you think he's going to talk about, you know, knocking up Olivia Munn? Do you think he's going to talk about being in rehab? You're like, we're like, do you think he's going to talk about it? I'm not kidding. This is maybe like 
two, three, four weeks him out of rehab. We're mm-hmm. like, do you think he's going to talk about this? And so there's the warm up, and we're like so excited. We're like, this is going to be good either way. Whatever he talks about, he comes out, and the first motherfucking thing this dude says is, he goes. When I got out of rehab, the first thing the doctor told me to do was get a girl pregnant as quickly as possible. And I lost it. I was like, wow, dude, you answered everything I wanted to know within second. Like, you did it. Like, almost standing ovation off the first slide. I was like, that is brilliant. Okay, but while we're on the topic, now you can tell me, what did he do more recently? Do I need to Uh, understand him? Well, before I do, I saw John Mulaney while he was touring before his last Netflix special. Mm. I remember really enjoying it, but I had too many beers. <laughs> Classic Evan move. Okay, go on. <laughs> but uh, so recently he's come under fire for having Dave um, Chappelle open up his show recently. And there were transphobic yeah. remarks made. Okay. Not a good look. Yeah. Why is Dave no. Chappelle going, dying on this hill? I it's don't know why. It's like on. you got so much backlash. In, I don't know. Weird. Not even about the backlash. It's just like not funny like he's like doubling shitty. down on it yeah, yes it's, yeah, weird. it's terrible it's terrible he got his netflix money and his netflix specials declined in quality as he zeroed in on that one topic specifically i don't get it yeah well, I, I don't let's not even with that yeah. but so not cool john mulaney I'm gonna have no. to reevaluate my love yeah but while I, we're on this movie fair, i still love him in this movie to be fair when i saw the ugly sonic clip and said we gotta watch this movie one chip John Mulaney is not in that clip. And two, I didn't know John Mulaney was in this movie. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. You don't need to justify it. It was a great pick. It's a great movie. So um, the the detective is like a Gumby-like character, like a yes. putty. Claymation. And there's some, there's some claymation putty. things. Yeah. And so really just bouncing around here. So when his, mm-hmm. his uh, number two is like going to go catch him, like he's trying to get away. I literally thought she was going to like step on him and he was going to be goo. No, he started whooping the shit out of her with his like bendy, goopy powers. It was really he's, wild uh, to watch. How was like, this PG? He's like Clayface in the, yeah. in, in the <laughs> yeah. Batman villain. Um, he really is. So let's talk about the partner, the detective played by Kiki Lane, Ellie Steckler. Okay. I thought she did a really good job with what she was working with, like having to to like commit and act with like basically no other co-stars or people present. Gotta be good. She did it. She did it. She did a phenomenal job. And yeah, she sold me on the, on the twist. I thought she did. She was for sure in the stinky cheese ring. I thought she was the crooked cop. Literally they're driving. And at one point they're like, man, it's like they knew we were coming. And she's like, yeah, we can't worry about that. And I was like, I see what you're doing. I was like, I see what you're doing. They were, smells yeah, stinky. <laughs> <laughs> they were really good about it, though. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I was really impressed. And I love when a movie can fool me like that. So we haven't talked about it, but the villain of this movie, drumroll, Will oh, Arnett. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Oh, say, I spoiled say it. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. But Vil- so drumroll. Will Arnett is playing Peter Pan, old man Peter Pan. That was epic. Yeah, nice. Wow. Thank you, Riverside FM. Yeah, I didn't Uh, know you actually had a drum roll. Wow. Okay, so I love this solely for the fact that Peter Pan is just an old man, and it goes against the whole concept of Peter Pan. See, and that's what Space Jam goes by Sweet what a name that is the yeah. name of a mafia person if you've ever heard it it, it okay. took me a second when i was like oh that's pete oh it's sweet pete okay <laughs> yeah it's great it's great but like the, that's what um space jam would never have done is like take a core character and they were like hmm peter pan they were like let's make him old and like really cynical <laughs> the opposite <laughs> of what he normally is let me read uh, uh, this headline to you. Okay. Chip and Dale rescue Rangers under fire for mocking original Peter Pan child star Bobby Driscoll, who turned to heroin and died penniless after being dumped by Disney. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. It's not funny. Wow. That no, was so bad. Was, I just left. This was okay. a decider article. Um, 
Uh, hey, I like Decider. Hey. Decider's very hey, shout out Decider. Go check yeah. out their articles. They got articles. Circle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cross promotion. Wild tragic. I think that's a stretch. <laughs> so okay, I think I remember the story. The person who played Peter Pan. Yeah. Aged right, like got yeah. too old. Was a child star and had nothing, and Disney mm-hmm. dropped them. While yeah. very sad. That happens to a lot of child actors. Very, very sad. Not to minimize the tragedy of it. I, hmm, I mean, well, they did say like Peter Pan. He was like, I got old. And they showed him like aging. And he's like, so I wasn't able to get any parts anymore. Uh, It is kind of like very directly. But like, I don't know. He doesn't turn to heroin and die in the movie. But uh, it is pretty on the nose, I guess. Yeah. I mean. One, I I just think it's probably wholly unintentional. But two, if it is, yeah, it's that makes this fuck you to the man even better. You know what? You're so right. Actually, right. let's. You're right. Let's say it's not. Let's say it is intentional. This movie is very much like, hey Disney, fuck what you're doing <laughs> right now. Yeah. Hey, I and wow, you know what? How great that it got. You know what it is? I, we just solved it. This had to get through so many people, and it took a while for those Disney-related jokes for them to be like, hold on a minute. And by the time someone realized, they had dumped way too much money into this, and they were like, this, <laughs> put it this on will Disney never – they- Exactly. <laughs> they were like, put it on Disney+. Plus." They were like, god damn it, they got us. They were like, we've already made the movie. Yeah. We're like, they're like, we're not going to not show it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh- I mean, I don't. I don't think the filmmakers had any ill intent to Bobby Driscoll. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Tragic story. Yeah, that is a tragic um, story. I wasn't trying to make fun of it earlier. So this, there's this literally a line. Is, this movie is catching a lot of flack for weird reasons. Yeah, the Chippendale community is mad. The Peter <laughs> Pan community is mad. So <laughs> what I think. One of, like you said, the best joke was Seth Rogen coming out and them being like, ooh, he's got Polar Express eyes. For mm-hmm. me, one of the best jokes was like Peter Pan runs in with one of the other Lost Boys or Never Boys or whatever they are. And they were like, oh, hey, Peter. And he was like, they were like, I thought you weren't supposed to age or something. And he was like, we're all dying slowly. <laughs> and I was like, it's <laughs> just like something you've never expected Peter Pan to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else this. Oh, there, uh, there's a great bathhouse scene where they're there trying to infiltrate they're trying to steal sweet Be- sweet pete's fitness tracker and yeah, just bit. another <laughs> great riff on animated movies trying to stay relevant uh studios just being shameless to keep making money off of them and, and they make fun of elvin and the chipmunks very directly like direct shots fired he's watching it watching the movie he's like why do they always have to rap always (laughs) and there's like a two minute rap where hey my name is dale i don't eat whale i do not eat whale because my name is dale (laughs) here's the thing at first it almost felt like they were trying to make fun of it tongue-in-cheek so they could get away with doing a rap the only mm-hmm. reason this joke was acceptable to me is because the rap was absolutely terrible. Like it was like it was very clearly making fun of how they always make the animated characters come back and do a rap. Now, Evan, mm-hmm. I want to really test your memory here. Okay. Do you think Space Jam had any of those Looney Tune characters rapping? I know the answer, so I, I want a yes or a no from you. I feel like yes, Daffy Duck rapped. It was right. either Daffy Duck or, or Foghorn Leghorn. One of them definitely and rapped, one, though. <laughs> one of them rapped, for sure. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, no, that's too cheesy. But nope, <laughs> they always make the cartoon character rap. <laughs> that's something I would expect of a movie of the quality of Yeah. <laughs> This movie was really good. They even so this is like taking it back to the first moments, but like they're walking into school and it's just a world of like real live action people and animated people. And someone goes, mm-hmm. where are your pants, mister? You are not Donald Duck. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Yeah. Um, this is a random thought, but the I, I just realized another movie in the Uncanny Valley 
camp yeah was one that disney did the tron reboot oh 100 percent. Young, young jeff bridges yes why did they do that it was so bad so terrible so bad it, 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 it does make the movie unwatchable, in my opinion. Yes. And yeah. ready for this? Oh, my God. We're going to get really controversial here. I made a TikTok okay. about it. It's, uh-huh. it's not exactly the same. Uh-huh. I, I, the people or the, the, the things in Avatar, I don't like them. The, the animated <laughs> blue people. I don't think they look good. They, to me, they fall a little bit into this uncanny like valley. Him. Yeah. Go back to where you came from. Okay, like, yeah, that's not what I... <laughs> I don't like these blue people. <laughs> Oops, not me accidentally being really racist to the Navidi people or whatever they're called. I'm so sorry. I'm going to make a notes app apology very shortly. Uh, yeah. It's, um, not, it's not exactly there because I, I know, one, they're an alien race. But I mm-hmm. swear to God, when I stare into their eyes for too long, I, I, I start to get the same effect. People are going to turn off this podcast after I said that. <laughs> the logical jumps I made in my head was there was a young CGI LeBron James in, in Space Jam 2, right? They like, or <laughs> no, wasn't it a real kid? I don't know. No, no, wait, no, no, no. Maybe I'm, I think LeBron recently did a commercial where he's talking to his younger self. <laughs> I think you're right. I think CGI. you're right. And that's how I got to Tron too. <laughs> that's how you but got anyways. there through the LeBron James commercial. Okay. Yeah. But uh so, yeah, I'm not all that jazzed about Avatar 2 either. I've I never really loved the original. Yeah. I that's gonna catch us some heat, but we're, I'm just being that's honest. Fine. It just didn't do anything I'm, for me. I'm gonna one. double down on that one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, so just some news articles I'm reading about this. I think the movie got mixed reviews. Do you got a Rotten Tomatoes report? I, I'm really curious because like Rotten Tomatoes to, has it at 82 percent, dude. Okay, that's pretty good. We don't yeah, always trust Rotten the, Tomatoes. How funny is that? We always say this. We're like, well, I don't trust Rotten Tomatoes, but we quote them almost every single <laughs> podcast. Okay, it's the only so, universal metric we have. Yeah, it's a good like universally audience understood. Judge. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but that feels fair. 82? I would have it at like a personal 85 in all honesty. So I I can deal with 82. But some of the articles I'm seeing, it's that beloved Chippendale community that just was in love with the show from the 90s. I'm just kidding. Okay, (laughs) when did this show air? In the 90s. Sometime in the 90s. Let's let's look up the original. All right, all right, all right. Chippendale. (laughs) I'm not kidding. I maybe watched one episode in my life. Like, yeah, I like recognize it's a show them, I guess I'll... knew it existed. And that's why yes. I think this was so brilliant. Look, that's why I think this is so brilliant because someone at Disney said, Hey, you're going to make a Chippendale reboot. And that person was like, who the fuck cares about this? And they turned the project on its head. You know what I mean? Yeah. They like stewed in it. It makes sense. Now I understand why this movie came out or started in 2014 because someone stewed on this project for a couple of years before they came to the idea. They were like, I'm going to make a massive fucking parody. <laughs> you know what I mean? I appreciate so much like, one, the artistic value of like, it's hard doing animation on a real live movie. So mm-hmm. one, that's like hard to do. And I think they nailed it in this movie. I always think about, so like when Chip's like carrying a coffee cup, I'm like, what does that look like? Cause it's moving in there. Is there like a hand with a green screen <laughs> glove on, like just moving it? Like they're a chipmunk classic. Okay. So, so the original series aired and this is probably why we don't have this fervent attachment to Chip. It aired from 1989 over three seasons, 1989 through late 1990. So before yeah, we I was were born in 93. So okay. this fan community boomers. <laughs> totally wrong age range, but yeah, no. <laughs> boomers. Um, okay. That's definitely what happened is someone got this and was like, no one cares enough about this. And I think that's just so funny because you know that's what Disney's doing. You know they are literally not scraping the bottom of the barrel because they do have a lot of great intellectual property, but they're mm-hmm. just like churning out whatever they can. And so I really think it's funny that like this group, whoever made this, like took a really ballsy approach. Yeah, because at this point, if they had done a straight on attempt at a reboot, 
it probably would have ended up like Space Jam. So I commend them for going down this route. I, I commend you, Akiva I don't even know, like, for, for getting his yeah, bag and yeah. sticking it to the man, just taking their money. And this, I'm telling you, this is like such a Lonely Island move, in my opinion. Once you told me he was the director, a lot of things started to click for me. I'm like, oh, this makes so much sense. And then we started talking about the parody law, which, oh my God, dumb Starbucks, ugly Sonic. Are you kidding me? That's great. And they even had like just randomly like some Pixar cars in the mix. It's so good. I can't describe the joy I got from these random Easter eggs, but it wasn't like Space Jam where they were literally just in the background. There was like a a gag, a bit, a joke. Something was going on with them. They weren't just like a literal cameo, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. There are more cameos that I'm sure we are missing. Hit oh a God. couple of the highlights. Like, <laughs> yeah, go for it. I'm looking at Screen Rants, all the movie cameos in Chippendale, Flounder. Also got in trouble with the stinky cheese ring. I think I remember seeing Phineas and Ferb and I, yeah, Phineas and Ferb <laughs> really? are in the background I saw, of this movie. I saw a Rick and Morty art style of Chip and Dale when they were getting yes. re- reimagined. Here's one for you. Randy Marsh from South Park <laughs> is what? in the sauna. I missed that. I love South Park. Oh my God. Wait. Scrooge McDuck. That's- yeah, Seth Rogen, uh, Seth all Rogen's his Pumbaa, appearances, all his appearance. Yeah, so there's that was pretty there's classic. Just a lot there was to a, take in. He's in Kung Fu Panda. He's the Mantis. He was like the Blob in uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Or is no wait, it's a monster movie, Aliens versus Monsters or something. Something um, like that. And then, um, which these are like DreamWorks movies. I feel like so. Yeah, they ah, so yeah. good though that like <laughs> they, and then Bravo his, his to live their lawyers action. and Akiva Schaefer. Yeah. <laughs> The real star who is the legal team. Unsung heroes of this movie is they like, we're like, they're probably like, when's release day? Be ready by the phones. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So what I think is great about this movie is I genuinely feel like I could recommend it to anyone. And I'm not going to lie. I think I'll watch it again at some point. Yeah. This is, I don't even know how to put it. It, uh, It's like not the funniest thing I'll ever see. It's not the most quotable. I think like, I mean, the Polar Express line is infinitely (laughs) quotable in like a very specific context, I guess. So not that quotable. But it reminds me of something that like Seth Rogen would do, like Sausage Party. But it's just PG humor. Mm-hmm. And it does yeah. it really well. It it, do, it doesn't feel dumbed down. Doesn't feel watered down. The pacing, the timing is there. The a lot of the references cast is felt there. very Shrek too. When you pointed that out to me earlier, like yes. the Hollywood references felt a lot of like Shrek too, mm-hmm. which were great. Like you said, yeah, it's like a sausage party almost, but but PG. I was shocked to find out this movie was PG. I was like, I was like, I see you Disney with your PG thirteen movies, and I was like, no, they did it. They snuck away with a PG rating. <laughs> it's a lot smarter than I think a lot of movies. Yes. You know, family movies. It are. felt like a family movie from like 10, 20 years ago. Which Does they that make, make sense? Anymore. If they don't make those, now, now we're the boomers. <laughs> they don't make the those boomers. movies anymore. <laughs> Do you remember uh, like ABC or something? On, maybe it was Friday yeah. nights or Saturday nights. Sure. At like 7 p.m., they would have like, they would play a Disney movie. It was like a weekly. Yeah. yeah. And my family I think it was would Friday. gather around the television. Yeah. And watch a nice Disney family movie. This what is has happened a movie. to our country <laughs> and our families? It's all these Navidi. <laughs> it's all these Marvel movies. <laughs> it's all these so, Marvel movies. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree though. This does give me that feel. This, this to me feels like a movie that the whole family needed to decide on something at Blockbuster to agree on. And they were like, okay, let's watch the Chippendales Rescue Ranger movie. It's really funny. Yeah, we'll all get a good laugh out of it. And it's surprising. There's no reason this movie should be this good, but it, it is. It really and caught it me off guard. Surprise. They put way more work into it than any other reboot I've I've seen maybe ever. A lot yeah. of reboots literally rehash plots of the original 
And so you're right. Maybe this is not a reboot. It's a continuation. It's a, it's a, continuation. a reimagination. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think that the way this was just approached, like from every angle, it really makes it stand out in this era of, because it's something I complain about a lot is there's no original ideas. I think I talked about it on the everywhere, everything all at once podcast is like why that was mm-hmm. such a celebrated movie is it was fresh. It was unique. It wasn't something, you know, Oh, well it was actually based on a, a movie from the nineties that is based on a book from the, whatever is someone just sat down and wrote it. And while this was chock full of references and, and like meme and like uh, not memes, but like memories and like uh, uh, intellectual property, someone really sat down and still wrote this movie and wrote a lot of jokes and a plot to go with it. It was not just a fan service for Chip and Dale fans. It was the opposite of that, in all honesty. In a lot of ways, it feels like a spiritual successor to Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which it does. I think is something they aimed for. I think I saw that somewhere in the Wikipedia. And that yeah. those are big, big shoes to fill. Mm-hmm. And they do a pretty good job at it. I, I mean, yeah. I haven't done like a side-to-side comparison, but it it felt so similar to that. And I really loved Who Framed Roger Rabbit. And it felt like this a new was, school. Yes, Who this Framed felt Roger just Rabbit. as inventive as, as something like that. Or like the original Space Jam, whereas Space Jam 2 yes. is oh my God. shitting on Space Jam 2 today. It I can't believe sucked. I haven't compared it to... No, it's actually so much like Space Jam 1, which we love. Yes. Because Space Jam 1... That's what's great. Yeah, yes, you're so right. It is reminiscent of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Space Jam 1. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. I, Do you have any other thoughts on, on this movie? I would say my closing thoughts are I was super hesitant to watch this movie. Never seen Chippendale. Was just like, what? A Disney Plus Chippendale movie? I was like, you kidding me? It just didn't sound enticing. Granted, I didn't really watch the trailer. I, I watched a little bit that Evan showed me. And I, I, I'll be honest, I watched it because we were podcasting about it. And I told Evan, I, I think maybe 30 minutes into the movie, I was like, wow, I was wrong. I was like, this is so <laughs> funny. I've laughed so many times already. And so I will never be afraid to admit when I was wrong. And I was 100% wrong on this. And if you have listened to this whole podcast and have not watched it, just just do it. Just put it on. It's really funny. You will laugh. We missed a ton of jokes. So like you're not going to be spoiled on everything. Yeah. I would say I was in a similar spot as you. I had a vague awareness of Chip and Dale being a show. In the was 90s. it really the Sonic clip that sold you then? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'd seen like I, obviously they had been doing their like Twitter marketing. And so I yeah. seen there were like trailers popping up here and there, but I wouldn't. But then I saw Ugly Sonic. Someone tweeted, oh, my God, Tim, I need more of Tim Robinson as Ugly Sonic. It's like, what movie is this? Like, when you Dale see Tim Robinson. Rangers? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Obviously, I'm going to click on The that. absurdity of that alone, though, you're right. That does yeah. that just draws you in. But so, I mean, I come from a similar, like, that. the show was before my time. I had a vague awareness. Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, are these characters tangentially related to Elvin and the Chipmunks? I don't really even... <laughs> No, is it the same so, chipmunk universe? <laughs> yeah, I have no you know attachment to it. And here's the th- this is a great family comedy. Yes, but I'm just like a 29 year old dude. I don't have kids <laughs> I yet. It. You know, Sand I enjoyed family. it very, very like <laughs> thoroughly. This is a very good movie. And you know what? Mission of the Pod. We, yes, I think. There should be more stuff like we need more shades of entertainment and comedy uh, within animation, within within all mediums. Within all media right now, we need a a fresh reboot. And animation is the medium that will be like the the drive or the spark plug for that uniqueness and creativity. So while this is a live action movie, you're right. Mm -hmm. This fits into the pot as we want to spotlight unique, fresh things. And we want to we want to say like make more of this, please. Absolutely, definitely worth a watch on Disney yeah. Plus. You didn't I even think... have to pay for it on Disney Plus. <laughs> What's <laughs> that other movie? <laughs> I'm shading that other movie, and I don't even know what it's called. Yeah. I can't remember. Uh, the, the bad guys. The yeah, bad guys. the bad guys. 
Yeah, that's what it was. You were like, oh, it's nineteen ninety nine. I was like, for an at home movie? Sorry. Yeah, I was think we were thinking about covering the bad guys, and it was twenty dollars to rent or thirty dollars to buy. I was like, I could buy it, but I don't know that I want it. Yeah, I don't think I want it. Yeah, that's the thing is we didn't know. And that's, you know what? We love going into things blind. Neither of us had any knowledge about this. And we mm-hmm. both came out on the other side, huge fans. No, yeah. I'm not going to go watch the cartoon from the 90s, but I'm going to watch this movie again. And if they make a sequel, you bet your ass I'll be there. Absolutely. And, you know, we established it today. Paddington 2 is on the docket. Avatar 2 <laughs> on the docket. Sonic <laughs> One and two on the docket. Okay, We've okay, wait, the ready? Get out of here. One, <laughs> all right. The Avatar 2, I know, I'm doing in air quotes, they've had <laughs> like five movies planned out since the first one came out. So what's taking so long? <laughs> I was going to say, the fact that it has been so much time, though, it feels like a cash grab. They were like, yeah. oh, highest grossing movie of all time. Time for a sequel, baby. <laughs> I would have taken a Titanic 2 over, a, over an Avatar 2. <laughs> you know James what? I Cameron. might too. They were like, we're digging up. The- wow, he really had two of like the best movies of all time. I'm just putting that together. I did not consider mm-hmm. James Cameron to be like legendary, but maybe I should. He, yeah, yeah. Um, is it deserved? I knew he was like maybe. one of the great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Flag for saying that. Yeah, we're um, like really going hard on him. And we're like, <laughs> I think, <laughs> okay. I think. I mean, just just to suffer through, we're gonna have to watch Avatar two at least. I'm when it comes out. Shut up! I might watch it. I don't know. I'm not gonna watch it in a the theater. Although you probably have to. That's like half of what's yeah. like good about the movie is they're like, look at this beautiful waterscape. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's stop shitting on Avatar. End this thing, please. Wrap us up. Oh, let's do. Uh, we got a little bit of animation news you know <laughs> fine we don't have it better to not be about some. avatar <laughs> it won't be about avatar the, uh, you well, okay sorry to sidetrack one more time it's so funny because we love avatar the last airbender like praise it like it's a religion and i can't stand avatar the movie god sorry go yeah, on avatar the movie you know that star making vehicle for yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it's zoe saldana right <laughs> zoe she's saldana. she's yeah Who's the main dude? Who's the main character? Don't don't Wikipedia it. I want to say, I think it's Sam Worthington is his name. I believe. No, it's not. No, it is not. I'm Googling it. Google it. And if I'm correct, Paddington 2 is next. (laughs) (laughs) We're not doing that. Okay, hold on. Hold on. I'm really slow, apparently, on the computer. Hold on. I'm getting more and more confident. Oh, my God. It is Sam Worthington. (laughs) But what else has he been in? I feel like he's been in like know. a like Clash of the Titans. Or oh, some see, shit Gourney like that. Weaver's in it. I do love her. Okay. Um, he was in the, the guy who's uh, in the, the, the Terminator the reboot horror thriller. He was in Clash of the Titans. You're right. He was in the why Terminator Salvation. Why do um, I, know that? I don't know why you knew that so well. <laughs> so okay, you know how IMDb does like things that are holy shit. Okay. Um. His IMDb has Avatar 3, 4, and 5 all on it already. It says Avatar 3 is in post-production and is coming out in 2024. And Avatar 4 and 5 are filming right now and to be released in 2026 and 2028, respectively. That's fucked. You heard it here first. (laughs) They really were just like, all right, we're back. The series is on. Okay. Uh, cool. Wow. Okay. This is um, <laughs> turned into an anti-Avatar water world. Not water world. What? I keep saying That's that. What, I that keep saying it. No, it's way of water. Way world. Of water. No, it's world of water. It's no, oh. no, it is the way of water. The way of water. Uh, okay. So that's Sorry. exciting animation news. Um, <laughs> what uh, was the me, news? I you forgot. Me this one. Pixar's next film is titled Elemental. And the brief synopsis is in a city where fire, water, land, and air residents live together. A fiery young woman and a go-with-the-flow guy will discover something elemental. How much they have in common. Okay, why did you read it like that? I don't know. uh, (laughs) Okay. In a city where fire, water, land, and air. This is not an audition, bro. Okay, so... (laughs) 
I don't know. I thought cute. it was cool. We love yeah. Avatar. We love Pixar. So I, I got high hopes. L- looks like it could be like uh, uh, similar <laughs> I, to. I just casually said out. we love Avatar. <laughs> and we we love Avatar: The Last Airbender. This is confusing <laughs> now. Okay. So yeah, that was recently announced. This <laughs> I sent you. This this has nothing to do with anything, but I just gotta what? get it on record. Neil Gaiman. A famous writer, <laughs> comics writer, who's written for T- DC. Uh, he's behind DC's very popular Sandman series. But he recently confirmed, just like a random Twitter comic factoid, you know, one of those like comic facts accounts. They tweeted a picture that says, DC can't do masturbation. Neil Gaiman <laughs> was once told that he couldn't mention masturbation in Sandman as, quote unquote, people do not masturbate in the DC universe. His reaction was that that explains a lot about the DC universe. And then Bro. Neil Gaiman himself retweeted, quote tweeted this and said, yep, confirming yep. that this so, actually all happens. Right. So let's this, take into yeah. context into the world of the Batman mm-hmm. that Robert Pattinson is not allowed to masturbate. I think every interaction he had with Selena Kyle now makes sense. Well, this goes back to uh, 2021. There was a there was a this viral meme going around, but Batman does does not go down on Stop. Catwoman in the comics. It's canon. I, it's I canon. saw that. I saw that. So it's actually it's not just restricted to one character. All DC characters are just sexless. I don't know. Why am I uncomfortable? Is Why it, is it's this strange? Thing? I don't know. It's weird um, to think about. Yeah, that's. I don't so, like that. So I guess they have more fun, and maybe that's why the Marvel movies are more fun. <laughs> People are having sex in that universe. <laughs> I don't know where this podcast is going. Wanda has a sex robot. There, I said it. <laughs> there you go. Watch uh, WandaVision. <laughs> watch WandaVision. Uh, okay. Before we before we wrap up, hey, Circle season four finale finally Ooh. aired. That's right. No spoilers. No. Oh, no. Well, this Okay, fine. I know. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's whatever. No spoilers. How's it's it a feel? Netflix show. You get to it when you get to it. It's been a lot of fun. It's been crazy watching it all back. It's a roller coaster. If you haven't watched The Circle, after Chippendale Rescue Rangers, throw on some episodes on Netflix, The Circle. It's it's fun. It'll get your heart rate going. And uh, mm-hmm. you'll you'll have some laughs along the way. And for all of those who have been watching and messaging myself, uh, thank you all for the support. It means a ton. Uh, like I said, it's been quite the roller coaster, but I'm glad I got to share it with everyone. Yeah. I think that's a good spot to wrap up. Yeah. Go watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers on Disney Plus. Please. If you're liking the pod, uh, make sure to follow, follow and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you want to write us movie recommendations, feedback about how much you mm-hmm. love Avatar, the James Cameron movies, <laughs> write us an email at two dudeswatchcartoons at gmail.com. Tweet us at two dudes watch or comment on our, go like our stuff on Instagram at two dudes watch cartoons on Instagram. We really love to hear from you guys. It's mm-hmm. always a blast to hear what your thoughts are. That's why we do it. To have these conversations. We've been getting some fun feedback. So, yeah. Very much so. Um, oh, also at Two Dudes Watch Cartoons on TikTok. Uh, we got a fair amount been, of followers. Hey, on our it. TikTok's doing well. We're, yeah. We're doing okay. Our money <laughs> d- doesn't jiggle. I don't know what the. Don't know. <laughs> that was bad. Anyways, uh, that will do it for this episode of Two Dudes Watch Cartoons. We will catch you next time. Whoop. Two Dudes Watch Cartoons.